Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing.
Isaiah, verse, uh, Isaiah 28, verse uh, 11 and 12 says, For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest, wherewith you may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, uh, we need to know something about righteousness, being in right standing with God. God himself is right now our very righteousness. And we are the righteousness of God in him. We are partakers of his divine nature. There is no condemnation to us who walk in the light as he is in the light. What does he mean in Romans 8 and 37? Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. When are we to be more than conquerors? Is it after death? When we leave this particular realm? Philippians 4.13, I can do all things in him that strengtheneth me. When is it that we're going to be able to do all things? Is it after we finish the course of life and stand with him in the new heaven and the new earth? It declares in God's word, the Lord declares, Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. When does this become ours? When is it reality? When we hear nothing but condemnation talked about and discussed and preached, uh, there's no distinction made between saint and sinner. When does Romans 5 and 1 become a reality? Being therefore declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. When are we to find this glorious thing called peace? When is Jesus made unto us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption? Is that to come at death or it is, is, is it a fact right now for us? The word of God says, him who knew no sin, God made to be sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Now we know the first part is true, but is the last part true? Are we to become righteous in the present life or are we to become righteous after death? Is this righteousness simply reckoned to us or do we become righteous in him? Is this redemption metaphysical or is it a reality? In Jude 24, can we depend upon that? Now unto him that is able to guard you from stumbling and to set you before the presence of his glory without blemish and exceeding joy. Is that presence of which he speaks here before which we are to be set with exceeding joy? Is that after death or is it right now? Seems so clear to me that we live in his presence right now, that we walk in his presence right now. If he cannot present us now before his presence with exceeding joy, certainly he could not present us before the presence of the Father after death with exceeding joy. If it requires death to cleanse us from sin, we are left in an unhappy dilemma. Death is of the devil. It would indicate that God in his redemption was unable to give us victory, that he needed the devil to complete his redemptive work. But I believe what the scripture says about us, it's absolutely true that God himself is right now our very righteousness, and that we are righteous in him right now. I'm convinced that we are partakers of the divine nature. There is no condemnation to us who walk in the light as he is in the light. Second Corinthians 5.17 tells us, Wherefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things are passed away. Behold, they are all are become new. 
But all these things are of God who reconciled us to himself through Christ. A man cannot be in Christ and have the devil's nature in him. He is either in the family of God or in the family of Satan. If you live a life of weakness and defeat, it is because you do not know what you are in Christ and are not declaring it. The great need of the church at this hour is to know what we are in Christ and how the Father looks upon us and what he considers us to be. Let's read with great care Ephesians 1 and verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies in Christ. Colossians 1 and verses 21 and 22. Being in time past alienated and enemies in your mind in your evil works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and without blemish and unreprovable before him. Now this has already been done in Christ. You stand before him complete in Christ if you indeed have received Christ as your Lord. Ephesians 5 says that, that he might present the church to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. In the mind of a lot of people, this is after death. But that is not true. We are presented without spot or without wrinkle right now. Do you think that any believer filled with sin, as that term is used, could be in Christ and stand before him without spot or wrinkle? If he cannot take the sin nature out of us when we're born again, if the merits of the blood do not reach this and wipe it out, then we can never be made right. Not when we die for Satan is the author of death. I declare before the angels in heaven, before you today, before the demons and all the hosts of hell, that the redemptive work of God needs no help from Satan to make us complete in God's presence. This life and nature of God is righteousness. Consequently, the man who has received the nature of God has automatically become the righteousness of God in Christ. This person may not know it, and he may not take advantage of it, but it is true. He is the righteousness of God in Christ. We'll talk on this more. It's good to know who we are in Christ. We will arise to our place in this life as we know better who we are in Him. I'm, a new creation. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is my four-CD collection, Scripture Classics. This is a compilation of eight of my recordings now on four long-play music CDs. With over 60 songs, this collection represents 20 years of studying the scriptures and traveling alongside some of the greatest ministers of the Word of Faith message. Some of the songs included are The Seed of Abraham, I'm a New Creation, Garment of Praise, Day of Independence, It is Written, You Won't Leave Here Like You Came in Jesus' Name, the Word is working mightily in me. This is our finest hour. Mark 11, 23, 24. I sure love you and many, many more. Over 60 songs are included in this specially priced collection entitled Scripture Classics. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. 
And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at the same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.